You're listening to This Land Radio. I'm Elliot Ramback. You know the fox flip, front flip. I think I'm probably the oldest guy in the world now to do a front flip on a bicycle, and I can still do it. When I lost that weight 14 years ago, I just oh, I felt so good. I just uh, I did a flip on a bicycle, you know, which is pretty hard to believe at 40 years old. When I turned 28, I started, you know, making some pretty good money, and uh, I would go out and eat every night. In the year 2000, I was uh, 240-ish. I started having chains in my side. My chest just kind of hurt. I was clogging up. I could just feel it. I could just feel it. Oh, man, I just got so upset. And, and to be honest, I, I, I got down on my knees on a Sunday, and I started crying. I asked God, face down on the ground, begged him. I said, you know, I can't do this by myself. I've been trying to lose all this weight. And it was just amazing. I just had the immediate strength to just to be able to quit eating all that food and start eating the right thing. I felt good. I lost 80 pounds, and I went to uh, glamour shots and started taking pictures. I thought, this is fun. I got online. I found out, you know, American Apparel has women's bicycle pants, and they're in all different colors. You might see Biker Fox weaving through traffic in bright pink spandex. Or you might see him in a bar late at night, his arms draped over women half his age. We are in Oklahoma, Redneckville, and uh, I love it. Love being a redneck. But I did play the biker fox guy with the yellow and the pink and the purple pants and riding around. And I can understand if you're a cowboy, that's not exactly what you want to see is... uh, a gay guy, or paying a gay guy, or pretending you're a gay guy, and colored spandex shaking your butt. As a biker fox, I wanted to become this shining, positive beacon for others to see. I'm trying to do something positive. Talk about eating and exercising, and just being happy and enjoying yourself. Director Jeremy Lamberton recently made a movie about biker fox. The movie is called Biker Fox. Earlier this year, Jeremy showed us around Biker Fox's house in South Tulsa. I actually met him in the street. He had cut me off in traffic, and I pulled over into a Taco Bueno parking lot uh, next to a bowling alley, and I asked him, what's the deal, man? Who are you? And before he even explained anything, he asked me if I was married. I don't know if that's part of his character, that... uh, you know, to, to play a gay guy, or he was just curious. I don't know. It was just weird that it was the first thing he said to me was, hi, Biker Fox, are you married? Were you married? Yeah. No, I wasn't married, but I told him I was. That got the, the friendship going somehow. We kind of started talking from there, and he invited me over to his house, and that's when, you know, I saw the raccoons, and that's when I started to think, well, maybe we should start shooting together. I think in the beginning, I was scared. Like, the first time I came over and I was walking through his house, I didn't know if he's like, chop me up and feed me to the raccoons or, or what. I was really, really nervous, and I was questioning what I was doing getting involved with this guy. But, you know, getting to know him, uh, you know, it worked out. Any folks out there that are listening, if you would just start riding a bike, get on a bicycle, get away from your family, get away from your kids, 
It'll change your life. Fries and hamburger and pizza, five or the 10 minutes pleasure you get out of the taste of that food is going to take off five or 10 years of your life. I, I believe in life, less is more. People think that buying all this junk and all this material stuff, it's just not right, it's wrong. You should be more concerned about taking care of yourself, your environment, people around you. He was constantly setting up a video camera and putting on a tripod and with a remote control, he'd turn it on and record himself, whatever he was thinking that day or whatever advice he had. As you can see, here are your little baby bluebirds that just hatched about two or three days ago. So these little performance videos and then, you know, like 60 hours of him feeding raccoons. At that time, he had given me a box of tape, over 100 tapes that he had shot of himself and stuff involving his business and wildlife and, and some of his uh, ramblings about health and fitness. Once you have some bluebirds, folks, you'll have them from now on every year. I live on a bunch of land, and he lives by a bunch of land, and I was doing these video experiments at night where I'd set up a video camera and a light and I'd put different food down, like when I do pizza and then I do cereal or cupcakes and I would see what would come out of the woods and eat it. So going through this footage, I was like, wow, it's like, you know, it's a kindred spirit, you know, like, it's like meeting your twin brother that you never met or something. Like we had similar interests. That was like, wow, this is, he's like one-upping me with like this footage because he's bringing the outdoors indoors. Oh, my favorite, listen. Listen, listen. That's a bluebird. You can hear him, they go. <laughs> and then where are my turkeys at? Where did you get turkeys from? Oh, I call, that, I got them on uh, Craigslist. You know, Craigslist, a lot of stuff you can get on there cheap. Hey babies, what are you doing? Hey. Hey. Do you have um, uh, the raccoons? Yeah, got 50 or 60 raccoons that come up every night. They're big. They're way like each one of them weighs anywhere from 70 to 112 pounds. They're big raccoons. Every one of the raccoons weighs like 70, to 70 pounds. pounds. In fact, I saw one of them. Uh, there were a couple of cats out there that, and uh, I don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about the cat. I want to. I want to know. What? What about the cat? The cat, uh, meow, 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 meow. Does he have a rabies shot? I don't think so. He probably should. He always talks about having rabies. It's one of his go-to jokes. I don't know if he gets bit a lot, but he, he was. I mean, you know, five or six years ago, it was every night he was getting bit. They just started out where he had a few coming from the woods at night. They were just looking for something to eat so he started feeding them and more and more started coming. About the time that I started coming around there were probably about 20 and then by the time I left there were about 50. And he would just sit on his back porch and he would feed them an entire bag of dog food. He started kind of gaining their trust and they're more familiar with him, so he started feeding them by hand. And then that turned into them sitting on his lap, and then that turned into inviting them inside. By the end, he was raccoons all over his house sitting on his lap, petting them, feeding them dog food. 
The thing that interests me about this character is that he's always trying to help people and offer advice, and yet he's not even taking his own advice. Yeah, he gets healthy, but I mean, he was getting into trouble. Um, he was hit by several cars. He was getting robbed. All of our cameras were stolen during the shoot. Um, he threw one against a uh, sliding glass door. He's got a temper issue, an anger management issue. I thought someone would hit him in traffic. Oh, sure is a beautiful afternoon to be taking a ride on a bicycle and just going down an old country road. It makes you feel awful good. It'd be everything from someone throwing a bottle of, you know, iced tea at him and calling him a faggot or something to people literally hitting him with their cars. You know, they're huge trucks out here. Either he would get hit in traffic or he maybe even piss off the wrong cop. And there was one guy in particular that was really, really harassing him. And, and I just thought, man, you need to be careful or at least you're going to end up in jail. Always wear a helmet. I wanted to ask about something that happens in the movie. You have a few run-ins with police, mm -hmm. and, and the, the policeman tackled you. Right? Yeah. Uh, he stopped me over 20 times and uh, wrote me 15 tickets. Just one cop. And then, of course, he's got his buddies. And 99% of the cops are nice. I like them. I like them a lot. You know, they protect us. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm 38 years old now, and, uh, you know, they've been real nice to me. The last time was this particular cop. I was riding down Memorial, minding my own business, and he came up and said I didn't have a light on the back or something. And anyway, <clears throat> I laid my bike down. And when I laid my bike down, my pedal on one side, if you lay a bicycle down on its side, your pedal on one side, and if it's just right, that bike will move of two or three feet. I mean, if you lay it down, that pedal, the weight of the bike, it'll move the bike. So I laid the bike down. My bike's two feet from this cop's. He's on a bicycle, too. I lay the bike down. The pedal moves the bike two feet forward, a foot and a half. It barely rubs up against that cop's tire on his bicycle. He said, you just assaulted a police officer. That SOB grabbed me. He threw me down on the ground and choked me and knocked me out. I thought I was going to die. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, he may be pushing boundaries, but he's just riding a bicycle. and. Uh... You know, getting charged with felonies. I mean, the, the one throwing an object in a, uh, a moving vehicle, he had, which is a, a law set up to prosecute people that throw like acid or like bricks off of bridges on the traffic below. But to charge him that for jumping off his bike and, and you know, bailing from his bike is just a total stretch. You know, I'd get out there in my color span and shake my butt a little and probably, you know, upset a few people and, uh, you know, you've got some guy out there shaking his ass. <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, really, and a lot of people did. I know the girls thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was really funny, you know, when I was dressing up in the colored stuff. Women's spandex, women's, nobody really knows, but they're just so comfortable. 95% cotton, 5% spandex.
They look good too. They show off your physique. It curves on girls, you notice they do. It curves on guys too, you know, I guess. But. It seems like people take pictures with you. It seems like girls take pictures. Yeah, that's fun. I go out at night and just ride around. I ride 35, 40 miles. I ride and I go in and, you know, the girls have been drinking a little bit. Of course, I'm straight on a bicycle. You can't be doing that. But I go in and, uh, and they're drinking and they come up and take pictures. It's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. The girls are a lot of fun. I just go to any bar, dance with the girls like I said. Occasionally, one takes me home. Which, you know, anyway. The thing about a girl is they're dedicated and they're honest. I love girls. I love girls. Turn an apple, turn an apple. Did you ever think about getting married and having kids and having that kind of life? You know, I'll tell you what, the folks out there that are married and have kids, you're the luckiest people in the world. You really are. But no, I thought I'd go ahead and just remain single and uh, just be happy, you know. I mean, does it does it ever get kind of lonely, though? Oh, I've always got somebody here. He, he always has people around now, but there was a period where, I, you know, I, I sort of felt like he was pretty lonely and, and um, you know, inviting raccoons into your house and, you know, that's... That's like lonely man behavior. He said a couple times that, um, like, he, like, flirts with his age, like, lies about how old he is all the time. You know, he lies about a lot of stuff, and I like that about him. Um, it made the movie more fun. The way he described himself, his past, you know, I never really knew what to, what to believe, what, you know. And, uh, I think I'm probably the oldest guy in the world now to do a front flip on a bicycle, and I can still do it. Can we see you do the flip on the bicycle? Would you be willing to do that for us? Probably not. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't play that. No, I just, I haven't done it really in three or four years, honestly. I just, I don't know. What do you think? Huh? I don't want to do it. When you have a tattoo, kids, and you put the tattoo on your forehead that says no regrets, kids, you don't want to do that. I had that one on my forehead, that tattoo that said no regrets. I had to have taken off. It was just, I did regret it after all. I think that uh, something I enjoyed doing was because I was kind of playing the gay guy. It really made a lot of people mad here in Oklahoma. I kind of fed off that. I thought it was kind of funny making older people angry. Well, around that time, too, his... One of his mantras was, old people suck. And yeah, think. exactly. That's one thing I've always said. I still say it, old people suck. You want to uh, just stay young. You want to be a kid. You want to think young. You, you got to exercise. It's fun being a kid, and when you're just out there dancing and having a good time, and the old, you can't do that, you can't do that. Do what? Shake my butt because I lost 80 pounds, and I feel cute now, feel real cute. You're just listening to a This Land Press production. Today's episode was produced by me, Elliot Ramback, 
with help from Abby Wendell. Thanks to KOSU and OETA for providing us with studio space. And thanks also to Jeremy Lamberton and Biker Fox for taking us to Biker Fox's house and letting us meet his raccoons. Biker Fox, the movie, is now available for digital download and streaming on the internet. Go to bikerfox.com for links to the film. This is also maybe a good time for me to mention that this land sells bike jerseys in our online store. 95% cotton, 5% spandex, and they're just so comfortable and so much, uh, they were they look good too. Check that out and a whole lot of other great podcasts at thislampress.com.